Fred Goldstein on behalf of Health Innovation Media, and we're here at the Florida Association of ACO's annual conference in Orlando, and I'm here with Fahad Rahman, who is the Vice President of Healthcare for Salient, and they also have Salient ACO, so welcome. Thank you, Fred. It's a, it's a pleasure to be here with you. Well, it's great to have you. We saw your presentation earlier today at lunch. Give us a little background on yourself and your company. Sure, absolutely. So um, I'm Vice President of Healthcare, as you mentioned, with Salient. I uh, lead product strategy, marketing, and business development for the healthcare group been here about six years. I started off in corporate consulting and, uh, and corporate research, so it kind of came from a non-adjacent industry, not software-oriented, and I'm a neuroscientist by training. So it's kind of been an interesting journey, but I've really found that Salient has an amazing technical value proposition and, uh, and has been able to really democratize the access to data across industries, and that's, as we know, particularly important in healthcare. Yeah, you talked at lunch in the presentation, as you and I believe the medical director as well, about the product and how it's being used by ACOs. So give us some information on sort of how it's used, what it gives them, and how it's helped performance. Absolutely. So you know, at, at the core of the, the, the system is this belief that data needs to be accessible and immediately available to non-technical users. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the philosophy behind the actual technology. And the way that we've adapted that in healthcare is to ensure that we understand the specific market that we're targeting and the needs of the providers and the entities within those markets. So we've studied the ACO program very deeply. We have very strong advisors and internal subject matter expertise in terms of figuring out what it is that ACO should be focusing on. And the the basic fact that the vast majority of ACOs out there are still not able to attain shared savings incentives is, is one of the key drivers for why we built this solution in the first place. So what we're trying to figure out and focus on is giving ACOs the ability to get deep into their data without having to be full-time data analysts and to be able to pull out insights in terms of compliance on annual wellness visits, relative improvement year over year in specific areas. How is my ACO and how are my specific providers doing against their benchmarks? And what are the opportunities for better care coordination and care improvement without making technology an administrative burden? And there's a lot of technological burnout in this, in, you know, with providers and with ACOs, right. so we wanted to be very uh, cognizant about that. It seemed like the system seemed fairly intuitive. What sort of data elements are brought into the platform? Sure. So what we're doing right now with the system is we found that, you know, although there's a lot of talk about EMR and clinical data integration, just the sheer fact that significant, the vast majority of ACOs, even the ones that are able to demonstrate shared savings, a significant amount of them can't hit their MSR. We look at that, uh, look at this from a perspective of there's some very basic groundwork and data accessibility and understanding issues that really need to be met before we get into some of the more sophisticated elements of population health. So with that, with that in mind, what we do is we actually pull down the CCLF files from, from CMS directly. We build the attribution. We build the entire cost profile and patient profile of the ACO into the system. And then we make that visually interactive um, based on specific use cases that we've developed that we believe fulfill the mandate of the ACO. So it's a very simple data structure, but it, 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 it feeds into use cases that are relevant to managing an ACO. Yeah, I noticed you know, some of the examples you had were looking at provider-specific type data and saying, here's your cost prior year, here's your cost this year, mm-hmm. and matching that up with health risk scores and some other things. Definitely. So you could really begin to get a better understanding of how an individual provider is doing as a sort of a first step. Precisely, and you know, you mentioned the health risk score. One of the unique aspects of our capability, we believe the HCC score is at the core of 
you know, population management within the Medicare ACO environment. So we do beneficiary level monthly calculations within our system of each beneficiary within an ACO. And what that allows you to do is to track how are you doing with high risk patient cohorts, with multiple chronic conditionality, and how are different providers managing the risk profile, and how's their HCC fluctuating in aggregate over time. So you can identify opportunities for better coding, you can also identify opportunities for shared savings, and also opportunities where better care coordination might be targeted to a higher risk population. That's one just simple example of how the system is built to really cater to those needs. Yeah, you showed some examples where they, you know, you talked about with uh, for example, identifying a provider where risk scores are going down, and perhaps that's an area that the, the ACO needs to investigate and begin to ask the provider to look into that, or maybe practice a little differently Precisely. with those patients. Precisely, and you know, one of the one of the things that's going on there is if you see HCCs trending down, there may be miscoding opportunities, right. and you know that naturally affects the benchmark because there's a, a part of the benchmark calculation is based on the case mix and the HCCs that go into the system itself. So you know there may be opportunities to recalibrate the benchmark next year if you're identifying where the coding is missed. But you know if you have people that are not being coded effectively, but they still have treatments and utilization that doesn't fit their their risk profile as it is because of miscoding, then you really have kind of you've you've gotten the short end of the six on both ends. Right, and some of the other examples, you talked about the providers, and then you began to get into some other indicators you were measuring. What are some of those? So, so what we try to do is really boil it down to some of the key factors and indicators, as you mentioned, that an ACO should be managing. There's a tremendous amount of confusion, I think, out there, mm -hmm. and, and there's so much information and data can be overwhelming at times, so we try to keep it simple. So one of the things, the foundational element is the annual wellness visit. The annual wellness visit is the ultimate patient engagement strategy, right? When we talk about patient engagement, right. you know, it, 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 there's good um, uh, reimbursement that can come from it. It helps you maintain patient attribution because of the plurality calculation. And you know, a lot of ACOs just aren't tracking it very aggressively. And if you're not at 70 plus percent compliance for annual wellness visits for your population, then you're gonna take a hit on GPRO, you're gonna take a hit on a whole host of other factors. You know, some of the other elements that we're tracking is inpatients per thousand, ER per thousand, and, uh, and the HCCs, and then naturally, we're looking at other aspects too in terms of patient volume and such. So you've got both quality indicators, cost indicators, performance indicators, and it seems like, as you talked about it, you know, a lot of people look at this and it's an overwhelming, o daunting task. You can boil the ocean, in essence, when you begin to look at data and how an ACO should be looking at data. But there really are some key things that you should start with, and those are some of the ones that you, you demonstrated today. Precisely. You know, we don't believe that technology is some sort of panacea, right? So the technology is enabler, and it enables the providers and the ACOs to really do what it is to fulfill them, their mandate, which ultimately gets down to the triple aim. So the better we can help them on focusing on very highly leveraged opportunities and elements that really do reduce cost, improve patient experience, and improve outcome, th that's really where we're focusing them on. So I think you, you succinctly like captured the different buckets that they fall into. And what we're trying to do is make things simpler for ACOs, not give them so much visibility on so much data that they get confused and then are not able to really affect change. So give us a sense of the size of the groups you're working with, maybe the number of companies you've got using the product. Sure. So so we, we do a lot of work both in Medicaid and Medicare, so across both areas because payment reform and delivery right. system reform is actually happening across both sectors and happening in similar ways. We work with 28 ACOs covering over 6 million lives. So we have a lot of ACOs that have 200, 300, 500,000 attributed lives. In the Medicare world, we have ACOs that are smaller as well. So we've seen very large, complicated health system type of Medicaid ACOs and, and physician-led um, 
Medicare ACOs. So it's really interesting to be at the at the intersection of both of these things because the principles are the same. Well, and I would assume that because you've got these different types of companies involved in it, that you're able to see something here that you can then help somebody else out with over here. It's not because you're in a broader, large group, small groups, different styles of functions. Absolutely. You know, at the end of the day in healthcare, when, when we're talking about delivery system and payment reform and value-based payments, we're all in the same boat, right? There might be different seats that people have and different views that they have of what's going on, but effectively we're all going in the same direction. So it's really interesting, like, you know, to your, to your point, of being able to find learnings from here and being able to apply them to, to other areas. I'll give you an example. When we first came to, to the ACO market, we would talk about our Medicaid experience and right. people would think that's, that's we're talking about something that's so unrelated. Completely and irrelevant. now, you know, we go to conferences, <laughs> what are almost exclusively Medicare ACO conferences, and we get a lot of people that are talking about Medicaid to us. So it's right. interesting how those two things have converged over time. Absolutely. So if people want to find out about Salient, where do they go? How can they find out about the company? Absolutely. So you can go online. We're uh, salientaco.com, and you can also, we have a ton of white papers up there. We do thought leadership as well, and then we have a Twitter handle, and you can also go to the, the Salient corporate site, salient.com as well. And I know from this uh, venue with the uh, conference this week, I know that uh, Greg filmed the conference, so that should be available as well at, at the Flacco's website at some point. And I want to thank you very much for spending some time with us here at the Florida Association of ACO's annual conference and talking about your company. Great work. Absolutely, thanks. Fred. Appreciate it. And thanks a lot, Greg, as well. It's a great opportunity. slots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time <gasps> no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky play for free at luckylandslots.com daily bonuses are waiting no purchase necessary void were prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply see website for details